Sammy Blow. And this is Mr. The Band. Yeah, this is the Bob here and the Andy Below podcast. Uh, coming back to you after a certain um, hiatus, or just simply we you know, we couldn't get together. The holidays between the holiday season and uh, certain injuries and other things prevented us. So, uh, how you doing, guys? How's everything? And we're all together again. Yeah. Hi. Hey. I was doing fine until I heard whatever that was. <laughs> oh, well, that just hurts me inside. Oh, that's just not right. If I had not a heart, really. it would be broken. <laughs> yes, I think we were both in that boat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's called the Titanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I feel like the elevation is getting lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I heard that was in a truck stop. <laughs> uh, you and trucks. I don't know. You just seem to have something with trucks. <laughs> I don't know. I was always a big fan of Tonka. <laughs> so, oh, anyway, so... <laughs> Tonka. I was going to say, <laughs> from Dances with Wolves. That's what I was thinking, too. I heard Tonka. I went, oh, the Tonka. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Mine was, uh, 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 unfortunately, I think uh, your uh, your Indian nickname would be Dance with Other Dancers. Oh, okay. In, named after buffaloes. <laughs> dances. dances with other dancers. Yeah. I don't. Re- I remember. I remember. I kept making like really bad comments after Dances with Wolves after make- describing other films as dances with. For example, I think Interview with the Vampire. I d- described as dances with bats. Well, you and- know, you know, it's funny. You're right. Although it well, it became one of those things that was kind of like die. Uh, this is Die Hard on a train or Die Hard on a boat or mm-hmm. yada yada yada. Right. But I think the thing that I, I was just thinking about is. I think Dance with Wolves is a good example of a film that is actually pretty good, but is downgraded in hindsight, myself included in that downsizing of or, or, or downsizing of its respectability, because it beat uh, a better film that year, which, in my opinion, uh, is Goodfellas, and I think over the test yeah. of time yeah. is considered... But I don't think it's a horrible film. I think it just gets a lot of... It gets shit on for because it beats something else. Right. It, it, it did, and I think also the fact that it then... Prompted Waterworld has a lot to do with it. Well, I don't think Waterworld, yeah, that was, you know, that was supposed to be Samuel Jackson, this bad guy, originally. And in uh, Waterworld? Yes. I don't think it would yeah. have helped. Cause no, no, he took, he took Die Hard with a Vengeance instead. But, yeah, yes. I mean, Waterworld was just, uh, not as bad, though, as, uh, look, we deserve Waterworld, because we allowed Robin Hood to become a huge hit. So, I mean... <laughs> You know, well, we, not, we get what we deserve. So for our sins, we were given Waterworld and The Postman, too, which was... Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And, you know, at one point, The Postman was really one of those books that had been around so long and had been this kind of prized possession. And at one point, I think Ron, Ron Howard was going to direct that with, um, uh, oh, shit, um, Tom Hanks. <laughs> like, I mean, it really is like a really interesting book. The movie they made... Yeah was not very good, but I always think of Daniel Von Bargen, which is, that's a real tragic story. If you guys ever want to look up something up, look up Daniel Von Bargen, the character actor, and you'll fucking cry your eyes out. But when he <laughs> screams out, you better ride, postman! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All of America was inspired to not go see that movie. <laughs> which, by the way, Daniel Von Bargen, real quick, because he played George's boss on Seinfeld. He was like in Basic Instinct. He was I don't know, a jury member on, you know, some other big movie. He, he's one of those, when you see him, you know him. Actually, he was the baddie in uh, Lord of Illusion, the Clive Barker film. Okay. But 
he ended up, he, he got like something like diabetes or some sort of like, uh, um, like uh, some, some disease that was, you know, that, that impaired him greatly physically. And he tried to kill himself and like shot himself in the head or like in the face and ended up not killing himself. And there was a 911 call that I had a TMZ of like him, you know, mid head shot, like going like, Right here, Vandal von Bergen, what are you sending someone here? You know, like, you're just, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. You know, of everything that Bannon has just said, <laughs> while he was saying it, the only thing that kept going through my mind was Samuel L. Jackson saying, there's too much motherfucking oil on this motherfucking boat, and then the <laughs> boat exploding. <laughs> really, I give you the tragedy of a man's life. <laughs> and we come up with now. stupid jokes. Yes, yes, hey, that's us. Which, Enjoy. By the way, I guess what I was going to say, though, is that I think we take for granted, especially us, because we love such kind of crappy B-movies so much, that these character actors probably are not as well-off or successful as we may imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, anyway. well, yes, as, as and continuing, up there on the pop, how about on the, uh, let's see, anything on the pop culture um, window? Or? Well, the Oscars are coming up. Oscars are coming up, and that's the 31 days of Oscar at Turner Classic Movies, which you know basically proves that not every film that got nominated for an Oscar was golden. Uh, but By a long uh, shot. I mean, Jesus, back in the last five or ten years, look at the fucking movies that have won, and think mm-hmm. of those are going to be the films that we look. If we were as a society said, you know what, this is how we want you to recognize this. Like, I get Crash. I was as guilty of it also when I saw it. You know, it's like a Hallmark card commercial. You know, you find yourself, like, sniffling, and then you're like, Jesus Christ, this is such trite <laughs> bullshit that someone just fucking, like, you know, I mean, it's so manipulative and such right. shit. And mm-hmm. I've been guilty of falling for it. But, I mean, you look at a movie like Crash, and it is fucking terrible. Right. But everyone felt that they needed to jump on a bandwagon and, like, you know, that kind of... And right. I'm a liberal, but that liberal guilt just is, like, so... Well... I will, I will, I will go with. I'm going to go with the enemy below's usual instinct and predict Birdman does very well. Well, at this point, it's won the PGA, it's won the DGA, it's won the SAG, which is pretty much yeah. all of the voting. I mean, depending on BAFTA. What yeah. I'm more curious about is is that if uh, I think it'll win at this point, I think Boyhood has effectively been derailed unless something, you know, mm-hmm. like the pianist happens. But I mean, it'll be curious to see if Birdman, I think, will win picture and director. Yeah. Primarily, picture always picks up at least one actor, and in this case, it's got to be Keaton because J.K. Simmons is going to win supporting. Right. But having said that, Eddie Redmayne won the SAG, which just mm. doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Best Actor for Michael Keaton no. to pick it up. So, right. I hope he does. Though I love the comeback story of Michael Keaton. I've missed him so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I also think it's also because this is a film about actors and acting, and since yeah. you know, you know, it just. You know, that, that trumps uh, but, everything. But if that's the case, then then why didn't the SAG group, which is the largest voting group, vote for him? Instead, they gave it to what they always give it to, is someone doing a real-life character with a, uh, with a debility. Well, there is that, too. That's the other, that's the other, those are the other two, you know, general, you know, those are the, those are the ones to bet on. <laughs> right. Right. I just, I don't know. I don't trust them. <laughs> I think that Normally, if, I, normally if there's a movie about acting, a movie about Hollywood, a movie about... Uh, directing or the the troubles that actors or directors or artists in general go through, that's the one that's going to end up winning because the majority of people that vote are those people. It's so funny, they connect when you say with the troubles. More. I keep thinking you're talking about Ireland. 
But ah. I will say this. Ah, yes. Well, yes, is, yes, there is that. Ah, the troubles. <laughs> I, I, I would say I agree with you, but here's the problem with that, is that they've already voted Eddie Redmayne, the SAG has, which is the largest voting group, on right. top of which what they do vote for, more than just being self-grandizing, you know, mm-hmm. is they'll vote for, um, hey, I feel guilty about this, and this guy had more physical quirks than the other guy, so therefore mm-hmm. it must be a better performance. Right. It's the Daniel Day Lewis factor. Yeah, Yeah, in Best Actors, but I I was talking mostly Best Picture. Oh, yeah. I think at this point, I think Birdman and uh, Inorito is going to win both. I I mean, the the biggest example I hark to is is Saving Private Ryan versus Shakespeare in Love. Like, Saving Private Ryan wins everything except for Best Picture, Shakespeare in Love wins. Which is, you know what, and that's twice that happened to, uh, oh, uh, I think Spielberg that happened to him twice where he had won... No, because that was Schindler's. But no, that happened before. I think I think that happened with Oliver Stone won Best Director for, uh, oh hell, uh, Born on the Fourth of July. But Driving Miss Daisy won mm-hmm. Best Picture. Oh, and he also won for JFK, which and yeah. I think in that year, I can't remember what won Best Picture that year. But the point is, is it's not that off, except for the fact that Harvey Weinstein is usually the one that's pushing all of this, which is why that Imitation Game was going to be a spoiler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's true. We are coming up on the Oscars, and also this which, is this which. Is, hey, real quick, taking away all the derby bullshit aside, we haven't even talked about. Did, did you guys like Birdman? I have not seen Birdman, to be honest, so I can't. Uh, I can't tell. Brian, can't tell you. I I have heard of it. Um, okay, <laughs> I will say I have seen it, and uh, it is pretty <coughs> awe inspiring. Okay. Yeah, it it is. It's pretty amazing. I mean, I can see why people. I can see why it's a love-hate film, you know what I mean? Like, why it's pretty much torn down the center of people that either they either love it emphatically or they're just they're not on board. But okay. I will say, if nothing else, you know it's shot as if it's all one take, right? That I did not know. It is, yeah. It's on the level of, like, gravity of just, like, I mean, it's a lot of digital manipulation, but it is breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, this is why this is one of the reasons that we haven't done a podcast with Bandit around in a while, and it, it's sad because he gets out of the house. Yeah, and we neither of us. I I don't know what the sun looks like anymore. Mm. I've heard it's bright. S U N or S O N? Both. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I literally don't leave this room. It's I type all day. I type all day long, and then that's on the weekend. And on, during the week, I go straight to school, come right back, and start typing again. Does it say "all work and no play makes the enemy below"? <laughs> boy, over Very and dull. over and over again. Uh, well, Very you dull. know, are you? Uh, what's the? Um, well, you know what? Look, my job is to go out there and be Lewis and Clark for both of y'all. <laughs> and thank and God. If I, can, if I can find Sacagawea, even better. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> good. Good uh, to know. Good which, to know. Which reminds me, only you would appreciate this, Bob. Is when I said Sacagawea, all I could think about was Richard Nixon saying "Sacagawea to me." Sacagawea to me. Sacagawea to me. Sacagawea to me. Question mark. Yeah, and that was actually the same show. Actually, that I have a I have a picture that I show every now and then of uh, John Wayne in a rabbit suit. Oh boy! And that was from laughing as well. I was like, "God, John, show people you can loosen up. Put on a rabbit suit." Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> well, first of all, if he really wanted to loosen up, he'd just go by his real name, Marion. Yeah, come on, Marion, put the rabbit suit on. Well, I have to say, <laughs> last night um, and two shows yesterday, I was in a grass skirt and hula bra. So yeah, 
Needless this, to say, I'm glad this, hold nobody on a took moment. pictures. Wait, wait, okay. Was this can we just cheat? public we... or personal? <laughs> uh, public. Can, can, we, can we just hold on one second before we go any further? Sure. Please. Mm-hmm. Ah! Okay, we'll continue now. Wonderful visual, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it had to be done. I had to, I had to scream because of the visual. Yes, I was the, I was the, uh, the latest uh, casualty <laughs> of the Francis Wilson Playhouse need to have men dress in hula bras. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a... Uh, I, think, I think there's only... I'm not sure how that how far that need translates into like yeah 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 I mean to to, to those outside of those putting on the show right exactly <laughs> there was there was the usual scramble for the exits and then, uh, and then did you sing did you sing I've got a lovely pair of coconuts no no it was uh, uh, Lisa saying honey bun. Uh-huh. What the and, fuck? And I was her honey bun. Um, yeah, anyone, any, any, any story that starts off with Lisa sung honey bun is... Okay. <laughs> oh, God. And the, and, okay, and then, so in the crush, basically, what do, what do you do here? You just get people to rush out of the exits and then basically, you know, loot what they've left behind? I mean, what? what, what is... Yeah, but we do it at the beginning of the show. That it's, way it's we a, know who really is interested, you know? It's, it's, a, it's a fundraising thing, you know? It just... <laughs> yes, it literally is. It is a fundraiser. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you mean I'm glad it was fun, but not fun. Well, either neither one doesn't sound like it's raising much of anything. Well, and oh, like you were, did, did, did you have it a raise? Definitely raised a thing or two. Yeah. I was going to say, did you have a raise in the skirt? Well, you know, you know me. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Turns me on. What can I say? Well, they need to actually see the joke. That's, well, they, there was a spotlight. <laughs> And, and the pants underneath the hula skirt were extraordinarily tight. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the excuse of many a man in a skirt. It really is, isn't it? Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, I'll shut up. Go ahead. And now, I, oh, now all I'm getting is, a, is the Ed Wood Glenn or Glenda flashback here. Hey, uh, shut up, Bob. I have seen you rip your shirt off on stage. I don't know how many times that happened. And you had nipple clamps on underneath. So, no, no, you it was know what? duct tape. Yes, it is. Oh, it was duct tape. It was okay, electrical well. tape. It was not. It was not nipple clamps. It was electrical tape. Well, that makes it so much better. No, I had. Well, I mean, I just couldn't get the tassels to stick. That's true. I remember that. <laughs> I remember trying to figure out a way to get tassels to stick to your nipples and going. I can't believe I'm having this problem. <laughs> We're having this conversation. Yes, it was one of those like moments. This is not one of the nor- things I normally talk about. <laughs> you know, and I think this is this is this is where the, this is where we really gain that that extra one person in our audience. <laughs> Good. We need that person. We need that person. We, you know, that, right. I'll tell you, if we get one more person in our audience, that'll shoot up our ratings by 10%. Yep. <laughs> Math joke. Anyone got that? Yeah, All right. Yep, got that. Yep. We're good. We're good. Going forward. Going forward. So, anyway, going forward, um, anything coming? I mean, uh, the Dare, there are a couple of trailers came out. Um, the, True. The Netflix Daredevil trailer seems to have gotten a lot of positive uh, feedback. Oh, that looked good. It does, although I, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I hate to it, have a. Hey, uh, well, it looked better than the Ant Man trailer. Okay, the, the Ant Man trailer made me just go, "Okay, are you guys even trying?" Well, now here's the problem with the Ant Man trailer is that I, I think they're holding out because I don't think the special effects are done yet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they what they're going to do on it and what you're going to see, I think, will be interesting. And I think actually Daredevil will be good. But here's my issue. Is the black suit? I get that that was the evolution, starting with mm-hmm. 
uh, Frank Miller's Daredevil right. run, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But you know what? After seeing the trial of the Incredible Hulk from 1989, yep. um, and uh, watching both TV movies where it had Thor and Daredevil, and he was wearing, at the time, which was because they couldn't afford, a cheap black spandex suit with like mm-hmm. a black bandana over his head, I'm only yeah. having flashback memories of that, so yeah. I am hoping that they are showing only Bits. brief glimpses. Yeah, like I'm hoping even the yellow suit I'll take. I just that <laughs> that suit just looks so goddamn shitty, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing is, is I get they're going for like more of a hardcore kind of more street level thing, mm-hmm. but it, it the lighting on it and all of that with the digital yeah. kind of that kind of green tinge looks yeah. a little cheapish. Yeah, the, here, here's the interesting thing, because this is supposed to be like the hardcore, like it's supposed to be Hell's Kitchen. Right. And, and like now, Hell's Kitchen has like places that serve a lot of lattes. I mean, this is like, you know, it's now called Clinton, and it's now got like, it's upbeat. You know, it's long since the days of the Westies in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, it's got, well, are they doing it as like today's Hell's Kitchen, or are they doing it like yeah, 1970s Hell's yeah. No, it, um, it is going to be derivative of, say, like of movies of that era of the 70s, like more hardcore. Yeah, you know, like Taxi Driver, or in this case, Hardcore. Yeah, the, uh, the George C. Scott. Uh, yeah, but I, I've walked. I go through Hell's Kitchen. They've got developments in Hell's Kitchen. They've got like condos in Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is like the safest place in New York City outside of Times Square right now. <laughs> well, then they then they really need to talk to uh, to the PR person that's still calling it Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's the. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not. It's it's called Clinton now. It's, they call it Clinton now. That's why they. Yeah. You know, I mean, except for except for the longtime residents who call it Hell's Kitchen because they like Hell's Kitchen because it keeps the rents down. Right. <laughs> it, it sounds a little more you know gives a little more credibility than Clinton. Yes. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of like when you used to when you live in Greenwich Village, you you say, "Well, I live in Greenwich Village." You don't say, uh, "Yeah, I live in this upper class, lovely, non artsy neighborhood where everybody who is poor has been kicked out, so we don't have to worry about anything." You say, "Right, hey, yeah, it's like the village, you know, the one from the '60s." If people that live in Hell's Kitchen go, "Yeah, I, I live in Hell's Kitchen," because it sounds better than "I live in Clinton." Yeah, and it also the village sounds a lot better than say, "Oh, I don't know, uh, the M Night Shyamalan disaster." Yes. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I live in the Come M Night Shyamalan disaster. I live in, gen- <laughs> or I live in, I live in Gentrification Central for New York, and they've closed down like three jazz clubs down there and put in drugstores. And oh, we I like got, it. I want to, I want to mention since we're, since Ranty we're on the topic of the the uh, the podcast. Yeah. Um, I got three emails. Yes. Stating that the segment, so you call yourself a scientist. Yes. Must continue. Oh dear. Okay. Because <laughs> apparently, but now I was, was this, did this happen while I was gone? You were you were yes. not here. We did a segment called "You Call Yourself a Scientist," where we talked about Nazi cows. Oh, right. And apparently, huh. it was a huge success. Yes. Is it now? Is that as a uh, uh, Nazi cow? Are you talking about like fat beer winches, or are we talking about actual cows? We're talking actual cows. It was a breed of cattle that the Nazis do. Do the uh, Reader's Digest version. The Nazis attempt to recreate an, an ancient form of aggressive cattle, and they succeeded. However, it was not a good idea because an after all, these were Nazis. Ancient form of aggressive cattle. Right. The, that sounds yes. like something out of a trauma movie. Right. Yeah. Do you see why this was such a success? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, ratings-wise, not you know making yeah. the cow. Not making yeah, the cow. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> right. Let's not be ridiculous here. Well, okay. I've got a. <laughs> Uh, I have a I have a couple of topics that may come into to play if we do that if we want to do that so 
Sure. Well, I think we should definitely do this segment again, just okay. you know, just so we can kill it the second time. That yeah, way we we'll never just, have to we'll do just it. We'll just end it ever again. Okay. Right. Yes. Anyway. We do one bad, all of a sudden people stop asking. People stop well, asking. I mean, you could have, I mean, the Nazis had, uh, their scientists did so many fucked up, weird mm. shit. Yeah. You know, like, well, based this was on just, the ravings of a madman. <laughs> well, this was, this was as, as we pointed out, basically, is the idea is that they were going to, like, recreate the pure and, the pure Aryan cattle from before uh, civilization made them docile. And they discovered, and the, this guy in England just started breeding them again, and discovered that the reason that you know, the reason you make docile cattle because they're enormously animals with horns. So if you make Oops. them, if you make them aggressive, you got problems. So, Are those just called yaks? Uh, like, no, that- no, they're like, they're kind of like I don't know. It's like they well, they, they made it them. They use Spanish fighting bulls in in the genetic mix, and let's just put it this way. Uh, that's well, that, never. That, that, that sounds terrible. That's never a good idea. No. <laughs> yeah, like why do but I, okay, but explain this to me. All right, I, and I, I mean, what 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 is their like? What is the meat supposed to taste better? Like I, I'm trying to understand I, I, the I, I, the, the reason, appeal here. I don't know the appeal. I have absolutely no idea why this gentleman decided to do that. It just it just obviously yes, German meat tastes better. <laughs> It was good for sausage, apparently. But he said, and I'm going, well, okay, great. You know, like, Yay on nationalism, no on communism. Nationalist cows taste better. better you know? I'm just that, not comfortable with any time that you say this is good for sausage, Bob. Speaking of which, speaking, <laughs> speaking, speaking of German accents, um, have you noticed, did any, any, any of you uh, see the trailer for the last, hopefully, Terminator film? Uh, uh, yes, yes. No, but that's for Austrian, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, I think but, so. Uh, yeah. Well, it's close, close enough. Nazi, but go ahead. Close yeah. Enough. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad. Not a rose is a rose is a rose. And and a Schwarzenegger is a Schwarzenegger is a Schwarzenegger, which as I and said, it just and sounds. The thing is, is he's fighting himself. Yes. Uh, that's well, my favorite. Isn't he it's always? Like old, <laughs> old Arnold is fighting young Arnold. Arnold. I have been saved. I'm invading. Although, how do they? Ex- I, I love. I mean, I don't want to see it because. But I'm wondering how no. they explain. Oh no, no! The I old can tell you exactly. Here's the thing. I don't know if they pulled it off, but I will say this because I went in skeptical as well. But mm-hmm. the the idea of the story, from what I've heard, the structure does sound a little interesting. It's very much Back to the Future too, where mm-hmm. they are going to jump in through the different films iterations. And okay. things have changed considerably. You know what I'm saying? But they are going to take it. They're trying to do what Star Trek did, where it is the same characters, but they have altered the timeline. So it's like the uh, so you're, the you're, you're theory. Free, you're free to do anything you want to. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like the idea of it, but I'm not. I mean, there's a big difference between an idea and execution. Having yes. said that, uh, Schwarzenegger, um, and do you know why he's going to look aged at, at one point? Because He's the old. Terminator, well, yeah, he is but, old. <laughs> yes, but the organic whatever on top of the exoskeleton is skin, and it actually ages as well. Where the the you know, the machine part is stays the same, but the skin <laughs> the skin and flesh or whatever they have on there is supposed to you know. Fuck, dude, I don't know. So let me get this right: all the robots can come up with all of these ways to improve themselves, but they can't fix aging. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take you one further. These robots try to send someone back in time to kill this lady and to keep it, you know, on the DL, they send back a guy who looks like an Austrian bodybuilder that can barely speak English. Right. 
Brilliant. When you get someone that actually kind of blends in. Oh, you blend. To, to quote, to quote. <laughs> <laughs> you blend. You blend. You know, actually, you want to know something, uh, enemy, is that you know who they originally, who his thought was, was to play uh, the Terminator? No, who? It was actually, well, at one point they were looking at O.J. Simpson, which is kind of ironic now. Yeah, it is. Past, That's great. Terminator. <laughs> but he was looking at someone, he was looking at Lance Hendrickson. Someone that, that would look like, that could just kind of, you know, kind of seep into a crowd. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Which is why the T-1000 looks more like Robert Patrick instead of, say, another, you know, bodybuilder. We got, yeah, the machine, machine, machine consciousness decided the bodybuilder thing is just not working. We need a little bit more uh, subtlety. Well, if you actually, if you ever get the chance, I, this just made me think of something else I thought you might like, Bob. Go look on YouTube sometime for footage of Jean Claude Van Damme when he was playing the Predator in a red suit. You know, like before they were going to like green screen it out or whatever. Okay. Um, but but he played it before before they got the guy who played Harry from Harry and the Andersons, whatever that that big tall black dude. Yeah. I think his name was like Michael Peter Hall or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, go take a look at the stuff of uh, a young Van Dam, prior kickboxer, uh, mm-hmm. running around in the forest in this kind of red <laughs> bungee suit. The world. The world just. Mind boggles. I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure the world is ready for that. <laughs> so, all right. So, let me ask you this, though. So, what do you think is going to be? So, now you were sitting there, uh, and I, and I understand why. I understand the criticism of uh, Ant Man, but what do you think? I mean, do you do you think it's not going to be good then? Um, I'm, I'm the jury is out on this. I'm just got, I just got, just got a bad feeling about it. I, I got, I'm never going to put it past Marvel, but I think when the trailer, ca- I, I think the Marvel just went. You know what? No, we don't need to try on the trailer. We don't just, need- just throw something out there. Yeah, this. this I may- agree. Yeah, this is. A, I mean, I just got a bad feeling on that. I even got a worse feeling on the Fantastic Four trailer. That was like, oh please, God, not again. Well, the thing I, you know, I, I get where they're going with it, but I, the thing I didn't like is that the tone is so the most current X-Men, you know, so yeah. somber, mm-hmm. that it's like, and you know what, someone put together a trailer of how to make those trailers, the modern superhero trailers, yeah. and they put back-to-back X-Men Days of Future Past, um, Superman, uh, what is it, Man of Steel, and this one, it's like, yeah. he sad piano music. He, you know, like, yeah. you know, somber, somber voice of guy, you know, like, talking about... In a world without hope. Right, yeah, yeah. Burgers. It's like sad music plays, and it's like only one can help, you know. In but a I, world without burgers, we need the chef. We need Nazi cows <laughs> more than ever. Yes. No, I was going to say that, uh, actually, I, I will say I I, I am uh, uh, skeptically optimistic, and I, and I hope that they actually have made it where more like the ultimate. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, unless you're going to make it a period comedy in the 60s, I don't know how else you can do the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I was actually, uh, I confession doing like research, I was actually watching the the original, the, the, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four film. <laughs> Sorry. The Max was watching, uh, was watching uh, Robert Culp's son as uh, Dr. Doom. Yes. And he put the fingers together like, yes. Like he's almost like a Mr. Smithers. Yes, very good, very good. Now the thing that actually occurred to me, and this this may be just simply heretical or something like that. Actually, I just said, you know, actually, what would be actually kind of good, as as apparently Mr. Bandit is being pulled out of his car. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I owe them a lot of money. 
Um, actually, I, I, this might be a shot of the dark, but maybe, you know, like, rather than the Fantastic Four, why don't, just, why don't just go out and do a Doctor Doom film? Because he's got an interesting story. You know, just do it from his point of view. You do know what they're doing with the character in this new movie, right? No. What are they doing? What are they doing with the new His character? name is like uh, Dimitri De- oh, Demonikov oh, or something like that. Oh, God. And, and he's oh, a, uh, God, Paul, just and, shoot me now. And he's a hacker who's, who's Oh. Code name is Doom. Oh, oh, yo! <laughs> but oh, you know that you, but God, you know man, I the... hope Galactus teabags them. I mean, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> well, you also know that they're not going in. They're going into the negative zone. It's not going up in space again. It's not uh, like yeah, they're going in the negative. I mean, okay, I can understand the. Go- I mean, the other thing, once as somebody pointed out, I agree with this. You know, we've seen the origin. We know them. All right, fine. You know, it's like it's like doing Batman's origin one more time. Well, like, yeah. yeah. You know what's kind of sad, though, is you were talking about Ant-Man. At one point, when Peyton Reed still mm-hmm. you know, had a little breath of life in him, when he had done the original Bring It On, mm-hmm. which actually I thought was, it's a cute movie. It's kind of like uh, if the Coen brothers did like cheerleading movies. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually has some really cool shots. But he did the movie Down With Love, mm-hmm. which, again, nice idea, poor execution. But I like that it was sticking in that period of, say, Oh, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, uh, who, who are those old movies? So Rock Hudson and... Uh, Doris Day. Doris Day. But at one point, he was going Tony to direct... Tony was a co-star. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, in this case, they had David Hyde Pierce. Okay. <laughs> but with yeah. the irony, never, never leaves me that, of the two of them, that Tony Randall was the guy that was still having kids with women at 80. <laughs> but all of that aside, I was going to say he, at one point in the 90s, uh, was going to direct a version of the Fantastic Four, late 90s, early aughts, mm-hmm. um, that was going to take place in the 60s, mm. with, like, George Clooney as Mr. Fantastic, and it was going to be very much period of the 60s, comedy, family comedy, and, like, you know, yeah. straight off of the comic page. Right. That didn't happen. No. no. And I think with the Fantastic Four, it's just like, you know, one of the things that made it is that, that, that it's a family, and the thing is that they, they don't they don't get along real well. On levels, you know, like they don't, they, they argue and they bitch and argue with each other a lot. I mean, that's just, you know, that's... Well, that's what made all of Stan Lee's characters po- great, is they were real. There was a grounded reality to them. Yeah, there's grounded reality. I mean, they don't have to be all happy, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy. They do the job, but they don't necessarily care for each <laughs> well, other. Let me, let me let me rephrase that. I'm not saying uh, reality and science, but I mean, you, you could relate to Spider-Man because he was a nerd. You could relate to these guys because they're a family that is forced to be together and have the same problems that every other family has. Right. And, with, I mean, also Spider-Man, you can also relate to the fact that is that, you know, in his real life, as it were, he really just fucks up all the time. Well, <laughs> yeah, and can't, yeah. Can't get a date, can't get the well, job. Well, it's not like, it's yeah. not like Bruce Wayne where you're, you know, the no. millionaire. Or, <laughs> you know, a, Superman where you're, you know, just impenetrable. I'm... I'm 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 Ace Reporter for you know, and I just the well, only thing, I'm Ace Reporter for the for the Daily Planet. You know? Yeah, that's right. There's that's a, right. There's an in there's there's a um, shall we say a deep cover for a superhero, All right? Well, you know? I will I will say this though. They I uh, they have already made a really good Fantastic Four film. It was called The Incredibles. Yes. And that was, yeah, that's what it was. It's just mm-hmm. simply that whole, the whole, you know, I want a normal life, however I turn invisible. You know, it's like, or, you right. know, I want a normal life, I look like a moving brick. Uh, you know, it, it, there's right. that, you know, da 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 Well, I mean, what do you think about the casting, though? I mean, because the, uh, the guy who was doing the voiceover in the commercial is Mr. Storm, who is mm-hmm. African-American, 
And in this case, Sue is adopted. Right. Um, and but the guy what playing is, Johnny Storm actually yeah. is is quite charismatic. Michael. I'm not. You know, like people are like, oh my god, you can't have him black. And I was like, I don't care. You know, that, right. I, 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 don't, I don't care. What I care about is having you know Dimitri, you know, fuckface as a hacker be Doctor Victor Von Doom. I, I wish that his name was Dimitri <laughs> Fuckface. <laughs> that would be. That I is, am Dimitri. I mean, fuckface. what the hell? I'm sorry. What the hell? Are they, they they just took. I mean, and he is literally in some way. He is some way. The deepest and most tragic character in the entire Marvel universe. Well, you know that there and is a. And they decided to just, oh, never mind, we're not going to do that. There is a code on the trailer that if you put it in, that you, it takes you to a website about Latveria. Yeah, okay. Well, so, I mean, they are going into that. I mean, Latveria, look, all of this is speculation at this point. You know, like, I'm telling I, you, just I, I, I just, I just, no, no, we can't have a two comic book, so we're not going to have him in the suit. Well, I like, I like that the suit, no, 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 they're going to get to the suits eventually, but what they're doing right now, and I thought this was kind of interesting, because the guy who directed Chronicle, right, which I thought was actually a pretty good film, but yeah. they're containment suits, but they're there to, like, there's, to basically not, so they don't die from these powers. So like, okay. like the one for Johnny Storm, like it shoots thrusters to make sure that it cools off properly, and like for Reed Richards when he stretches it to make sure that the fabric can then retrieve, you know. So, <laughs> that, it, so he doesn't get too thin and break, kind of. Thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, there are there are some interesting concepts going on, but but I, I was going to tell you the guy who's playing Johnny Storm is yeah. actually going to be in a more, or maybe not more, but a just as interesting. Spinoff movie coming this fall. You know what that is? Yeah. Creed. Oh, okay. Where he's going to play the son of Apollo Creed, and uh, Sylvester Stallone is essentially going to be playing the Mickey role as so, Rocky uh, as a trainer. I am here to train you. Uh, he, uh, yeah, exactly. And then, but the guy who directed Fruitvale Station, like this really you know brilliant indie film, um, is directing Creed. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I, I mean, like. I think. I think it's more interesting than than Stallone doing. I mean, I always thought he could have done more interesting work. You well, know, I mean, this is this is. I, let me put it this way: that you know, Stallone obviously now has enough money that he can do something that he actually finds interesting. So like that's Richard probably Nielsen. why he why he did this. What? Yeah. This is why he did this. So we can do the you know, can we do the Expendables four? You know, where they all die. You know, in an old, they're all in an old age home, and they're various getting bumped off. Well, by apparently a, they're uh, not very expendable because none of them ever are ever expended. Oh well, I mean, just the, the fourth one is in an old age home to get killed by a sentient mummy, sort of a. Well, what do you think beach. about uh, <laughs> what, do, what do you think about Legend of Conan then? Uh, is that a, is that a new one or is that the one? That they're yeah, just, they're talking about oh, they, sure. they're going to uh, ignore. Um, as they should. <laughs> uh, part two, yeah, and they're going to ignore the remake, and it's going to be as if. Um, like, you know how the Milius film ends where he's sitting on the throne? Yeah, that's where it starts, that's, right? Yeah, yeah, there you okay, go. Yeah. And then Conan for anybody. Yeah. Okay. What is, what, what, what's his mantra? You know, uh, listen, to the, listen to the lamentations of the women and children. I just remember that line. The yes. lamentation. To crush your enemies before you. To hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> I think it's a hell of a way to start a meeting, I'll tell you. I, I didn't realize <laughs> that he was such a method actor. <laughs> anyway, apparently, if, apparently, if you're a Mexican maid. Yeah. Apparently, the other thing is the other the other the other movie coming up, uh, which is my, my cup brought over, is a Nicolas Cage is another film, another fifteen films. Oh Jesus Christ! And Outcast is coming, which is apparently he's a he's a medieval Western knight somewhere in China. That's you know what? You know what? You know the most atrocious thing I saw about that. I mean, so much about it is, but you yeah. know, you know what I saw in there is that Hayden Christensen got top billing. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I mean, because it's like, I mean, you can't have Nicolas Cage on the top billing anymore because it's just like people run. <laughs> yeah, but Hayden Christensen? What the hell? I don't know. It looks awful. It looks just you know, who, do, who do you think's gotten worse? Is, uh, you think uh, uh, John Cusack or, uh, or uh, Nicolas Cage? Uh, I, well, I think Nicholas has got, you know, this Nicholas Nicholas has unfortunately got the uh, the sense of like, oh God, this is going to be terrible. Well, I think that actually though, but he, he does have one interesting going thing going on. The guy who directed Borat and the uh, the Dictator, Larry mm-hmm. Charles, used to do uh, Seinfeld a lot, right? Yeah. He's um he's going to direct him in a movie based on a true story about this kind of Yahoo uh, that decided that he was going to personally go out and kill Osama bin Laden. Okay. Which uh, actually Which sounds pretty this, funny to me. This actually sounds within Nick Clay's weird ha- wheelhouse, I think. But, I mean, he can do good stuff, man. I mean, think about it. He was, he was still... Oh, yeah, he, he got was, nominated for, for Academy Awards. And, and, yeah, and, and, just, and, he's, he had and not just that, but even recently he did that movie Joe, which was amazing. Yeah. No, I, but just, I, I mean, don't get it. But every now and then, I mean, he's just got to do... He, he just needs the money, and he'll just do the... You know, like, how much money are you pay me? Okay, that's how much acting you get. Well, it's because he still owes the IRS, like, $20 million. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah. Which, anyway, by the way, um, when I was in New Orleans, they... They showed me the house that he bought, like, and it was like one of like five houses that he purchased, you know, like for way past the cost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you start to look at like what he's purchased, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder you did that. You mean, you, yeah, I mean, you know, like, could you hire a, at least you know an accountant? You know, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll give you. I'll give you one. One more that's just as bad that I've, I've noticed recently. The trend of yeah. is uh, Bruce Willis. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I mean, he doesn't have to do this shit. I, I, I've seen how much money this guy's got. Like, there is no reason for him to do this. And if he wants to act, then why not go do, like, a TV show, like True Detective or something? Like, what the fuck is, like, it just, it, I don't get it. I think it's part of it is keeping, you know, they use the money as keeping score now at some level. That would be my guess. But even then, it, it can't be that much money. He's doing straight-to-video movies with uh, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. <laughs> You know, who named himself 50 Cent because he's going to change the industry. Maybe he's going to get bored. I don't know. Maybe he's bored. Maybe it's like the thing is like, oh, honey, can we played, change? You know, I, oh, God. But, but here's a guy that played got, character parts again. I got to do the drapes. I got, oh, God, she wants to change the drapes again. Like, let me get out of here. I got to just go to work. <laughs> I, I can't charge you, honey. I got to go work. You know, I don't know. He's just staying out. Can't he just sit there and commiserate with Mila Kunis? Like, I mean, not Mila Kunis, but uh, what's his name? Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Kutcher. Anyway, so um, if we want to like do uh, You Call Yourself a Scientist, there's a couple of things that popped up that I was watching. You call yourself a scientist. Uh, Let's do that instead of bring out your dead. All right. Okay. So um, one is kind of not entirely scientific, but still uh, amusing. No, let's let's do it. The science. The science one is um, several people have pointed out. Let's. They wanted to study AI. This is from uh, earlier this earlier last month. Let's study AI before we ask it to cure poverty and disease. Uh, it's a scientific think tank that champions the development of artificial intelligence is calling for more research to avoid the potential pitfalls of the technology. I mean, we've seen the potential I've pitfalls. seen that movie. We've seen this movie. <laughs> cure, poverty. cure poverty. Okay, kill all the poor people. <laughs> no, no. Which actually, you know what? I, uh, bringing it full circle to a on a pop culture level, I mean, that's essentially what Ultron's plan is in the new uh, Avengers. Yes. 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 I mean, actually, we got here Stephen Hawking is warning us that AI threatens me. Well, of course AI. it does, because once you get something that is that is callous without empathy, that is just going based off of just pure, 
logic. We are the fucking disease. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking it to solve those problems? Couldn't well, you figure like out something else? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe could you figure out a way to get rid of cancer cells? Yeah. Oh, well, how about this? It's like when the whole Ebola scare happened. You know, you're like, and now they've all magically just started to discover a uh, no, vaccine of, for Ebola. And yeah. it's like, well, yeah, no one gave a shit about that when it was happening only in African villages, but we had no problem making boner pills, like, yep. you know, well, hair growth pills. But the thing <coughs> Ebola's it, been around for 40 years. Nobody cared till white guys got it. Yeah. I mean, well, that, look at the AIDS crisis. Yeah. 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 It was like, but the uh, the thing, I just find this interesting because it's like, this is one of the things that AI, you know, like they'll throw it at, they're kind of talking. Like we said, we've seen this movie. And honestly, I would say, if I was an artificial intelligence and I'm looking at the planet and I'm looking at, okay, you know, in order to make sure that the planet is habitable for us, we're going to have to get rid of them. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, it really and is, them is, is one of us. That, well, I mean, what is a virus but something that consumes and gives nothing back? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's like, the line. It's a line from the Matrix. You know, yeah. you're a virus with tennis you're shoes. A, you're a virus. You know, AI is just going to say you're a virus. You know, you're not. <laughs> we want to make this planet safe for elephants, and you're just in the way. Well, that's true. Like, until you get to Matrix Two and Three, and all of a sudden the fucking programs are talking about. Love. Love is just a word. It's how you express it. It's like, well, yeah. that's not what you told me in the first fucking movie. Yeah. That's another disappointment. There we go. So, uh, you know, so obviously we have seen that. We've all seen this. We all find this, um, this, this the robot, are we, we all disconcerting, welcome. to say the least. We all welcome our robot overlords. It's a little disconcerting to see Stephen We welcome our robot overlords. I like that all of a sudden you turn into a pussy immediately. You're like, <laughs> what, like what you I, I've into? always been on your side. <laughs> Oh, yes, overlord. What do you mean, turn, turn into a Well, I've I've come to the only way to the only way to stop the robot invasion is is Nazi cows. So let's the fighting the Nazi cows. Now, speaking of oddly, again, when you say that, I keep thinking of really big beer winches that are going after <laughs> these things. Well, that's your head. What you yeah, well, that? that's just my fantasy. Yes. <laughs> that's called PJ. It's all part of my rock and roll fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I sorry, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt. Uh, okay. Meantime, however, uh, some creation people who do count themselves as scientists are upset because some people are, are like pointing out that you. Uni- <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. I understand. <laughs> that was funny. Yes. <laughs> Uh, are pointing out that some people are upset because they're pointing out that unicorns are mentioned in the Bible, and, you know, listen, you know, like, of all the things. Where? Where are uh, they fucking mentioned? Uh, yeah, Job 39, 39.9. oh, lo, behold, there be a big fucking unicorn? Well, here's, 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 here is, this is from, I they believe this is from the King James Version, 30, Job 39.9. Will the uh-huh. unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy crib? Well, if thy crib be a fucking mess, No. But the, <laughs> no, okay, but is it unicorn? Is it did it have the same meaning when they wrote that? Uh, yeah, I thought I thought a unicorn was a woman that wanted to have sex with a couple. <laughs> you're, wow, you're just, that, that's, yeah. that's the adult newspaper version. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I, think, I think you're talking more of just a metaphor. That's, that's Craigslist. That's like French. That's what I've heard. That's, I, that's French culture and Greek culture stuff. Oh, you know, that's really damn, like what they talk about. Wrong and unicorn. Isaiah thirty-four. Oh wait, we're talking about the one that Tom Cruise did the movie with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got it now. 
Isaiah 34.7, And the unicorns shall come down upon them, and the bullocks with the bulls, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. Then again, the King James Version is just a... <laughs> I like this fat with fatness. There's an interesting little... Uh, <laughs> well, and that, their that, minds that, dull with dullness. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the King James version though is just a derivative. Like that's someone that was transcribing and decided to right interpret it how they decided to interpret it. Correct. Well, sure. I, Good luck telling that to Christians. Tell, tell our, yeah. Good luck telling that to anybody. You know, I've, like I've so, tried, and I am one of them. That's the I'm worst take, part. I'm taking I'm taking their word that they're scientists that they would. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Well, that's the thing. He's um he's he, the guy who's like he's the guy who he's a Posted the answers in Genesis, which is a creationist website, so they call themselves scientists. So oh, yeah, well, that's why I'm going to like, you know, um, like answer is in Genesis. Yeah. How old is the planet? Well, I added up all the ages of everyone in the Bible. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, right. I didn't realize you're using science. Yeah. Is incest okay? Well, the answer is in Genesis. <laughs> you know, the Bible is okay. The... They're using arithmetic. They're using a math that was uh, yeah. created by the Muslims. Oh, okay. Yep. The, oops. Uh, oops. Oops. <laughs> no! Oh, anyway. son of a gun. So anyway, you know, so it's interesting. Actually, the interesting, if you, uh, if you want one more science thing that we could mention, though, I, I like the idea of the fact that they're saying, no, no, unicorns really existed. What, did they miss the ark? I mean, fuck, you know, come on, really, seriously. <laughs> well, that's what they said about dinosaurs when I was in middle school. They were like, well, you know, they missed the ark. They couldn't get them on the boat. That's how they all got extinct. Right. I'm like, okay, so let's say that what? they did do that. Yeah. I still just want to explain to me the ark. The Ark, well, the Ark doesn't make any sense either. I mean, it's just, it's seriously, I mean, it, the Bill Cosby Ark is like the most plausible, and even that is insane. So, you mean uh, that, he, you mean that he, he slipped them all rupees? Yeah, it's something, yes, he slipped them all rupees. That is a wonderful Ark, Eddie. <laughs> it's a wonderful Ark, everything's the same. If you see the bottom of that Ark, you could be mm. the best. <laughs> There's a lot of junk in that trunk. Okay. That, here the, that basement hasn't been cleaned in years. Mitchell concludes by writing the unicorn mentioned in the Bible is was a powerful animal possessing one or two strong horns. But unicorn has one horn. Isn't that, that the whole point? Definition of, of unicorn. Uni <laughs> well, look, means so one. Rhinoceros. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I mean, no, they, they've seen. You know, they knew what rhinoceroses were. I mean, they, that was not entirely an unknown animal. They fought in the. They've had them fighting. No, they in, were near. They were in Africa. They were in Africa. They had them fighting in the. They had them in the goddamn Coliseum every night. Hey, wait, wait, no, I, I have a King James version with a photo next to it. Hold on. Oh, oh. thank God they had photography course. back then. Holy crap! I don't know what wow. I would have done. I, like I would have thought Jesus sort of like, wasn't white. I would have not known. I like that it's like some sort of sketch artist interpretation, like it's a trial. <laughs> this is what we imagine they meant. Okay, so did it have one horn or two? You know, well, did the unicorn have one horn or two? Is that what? Come on, please. Now hey, here's the here's the, the photo says one horn and Tom Cruise is next to it. I guess. Okay, uh, there you go. Yes, in legend. Yes, like perfect. You know, don't touch the unicorns. and don't touch the unicorns. <laughs> I think that's right. Don't touch is, the unicorns. Is Zenu flying by? Is Zenu flying by? So the other thing is that uh, last last little thing here on the science world is that of course you know we have this whole anti-vaccination thing going on. And these are the same people that were, like, trying to um, sort of, like, demanding that people who were, you know, like, at third hand exposed to a bowl of be isolated forever. So I, I'm not quite sure how that goes in both, you know, both of those things go in, in the same brain. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll just po po say that without, um, 
without without I, uh, I am all comment. for the I am all for the anti-vaccination movement. Would you like to know why? Um, any particular? I, I think so. Yes. Tell please. Okay. Do, well, do, the, do proceed, enemy. The reason I am all for the anti-vaccination uh, <laughs> effort is is because real estate is too high. I see. Um, so fewer uh, people think, to yeah, fewer yeah. people to buy. You think that there needs to be a cleansing? <laughs> shall we say? Shall we say? Is sort of lowering the number of people attempting well, to buy? No, you know, you know what pisses me off is that Ryan. I, I would agree with that. Here's my problem with it: is that I've had all of my vaccinations, and then these assholes, uneducated fuck faces. You know, don't let their kids get the vaccinations for something like measles, and then expose the rest of us. Right. Yeah, and, it's kind know, of a, you know, take I mean, your risk with everyone else. Yeah, and now right, of course I don't give a fuck what you're doing to yourself. I don't. I don't leave my house, so this life. works well for me. I don't. And <laughs> apparently, apparently, this is now spreading. This is for well, this article I'm seeing. Apparently, this is now spreading to dogs. <laughs> People aren't vaccinating their pets. Oh, thank God! <laughs> I'm not going to have to. Uh, at least I don't have to feed that bitch <laughs> anymore. Let me tell you something. You know what I see a lot of <laughs> when I'm at the hospital? But is I see a lot of people uh, projecting not what's best for the person that needs care, right. but it's they're, it's they're projecting their own fears and right. their own, you know, uh, fear of mental, excuse me, right. of, uh, of mortality. Right. And, you yeah. know, it's not always like what's the most humane. It's what's going to make me feel comfortable. Right. And yeah. then they try to hide that under the guise of trying to be humanitarian and it's the same thing with animals you know it's like dude i get it you know you're going to be sad i've lost my pet and it broke my heart but at some point you're keeping this alive not for it you're keeping it alive for you you fucking selfish prick yeah how, how is that has been the case on mankind forever it's yeah. not like a new thing that we're we're, no. we're, we're kind of fucked up no, <laughs> but, the ability, but, the, but the ability to make choices for others now yeah. In a way that where they 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 can actually mm-hmm. uh, have them stay alive longer, okay. you know, is is not new, but is becoming more of a yeah, yeah, because it's 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 doable. It's a play Caesar of thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, right. And at some point, you got to let you got it's the, it's the way of the thing. It's the way of the world. You got to let them go. You just have to. It just it becomes you know. That's just. And I, and I don't mean to belittle it. I mean I don't. No, I, no, it hurts like hell. I just mean like yeah, but it's it's at some point you have to then. Yeah, you know, it's it's if you if you you know essentially if if you care about that animal that that pet the way you you say you care about that pet keeping it suffering is just simply not a right. You know, it's just yeah, not, although I will I will say this though that you know I heard a, a phrase a long time ago in a film and it's something I had always said but it's once put in a film you know like um, it it said uh, the guy said to his son. Usually, the hard choice and the right choice are the same choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. it's usually that that it's when you're trying to make a decision. Usually, the choice that's going to be the most difficult is the right choice, and that's why it's the right choice. That's right. Yes. It's the right choice. I got you. So anyway, uh, shall we move on to bad movie? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. This is a Bob Muir and the Animal podcast first. I actually went to go to the theater to see this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about I saw that picture where it was like opening weekend. You're in the back. No one else is there. <laughs> Several people did come in later. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. a little free. There was a, it, was like, uh, it looked like you in the 70s in one of those little skin theaters. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, it was like, it was like the, the third deep throat, you know, like kind of me. <laughs> I like the third deep throat. The first two were pretty good. <laughs> well, that would have been more people would have come to those. The two. third, <laughs> the more people would have come. That's true. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. the third deep throat. It you know what? It just doesn't have the same feeling it used to have. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, well, there's no. only so much you can extend. Yes, exactly. You know. Exactly, as they say. So anyway, we had a whole. Um, there I was. Uh, actually, we ended up, I think, with maybe ten people all told. In that, the, you know, it was a now fairly large. We. Did you drag some other? Portal? No, no. Other people came of their own goddamn volition. I was like somewhat, you know, like you know, and and the other thing is, I kind of popped myself relatively close, and like people, like you got an entire dudes, you got an entire theater. Okay, don't sit in the row behind me, two seats away. I mean, right. it's like ah. <laughs> Right, like, I mean, like, uh, you know. I do not go to a movie theater to be close to people. No, especially this film. Sometimes when we touch, the honesty is too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like sometimes when we touch, I don't know where you've been. I mean, Yeah, well, considering the theaters that you frequent. (laughs) So, for all those of you not aware of this, the film was Jupiter Rising, and... Oh, God, what a silly piece of trash. What a silly film this was. And I feel bad for the Lewinsky brothers, because they're never going to get another dime. No, 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 no. First of all, it's Wachowski and Wachowski. The Wachowski They're not Sibley. brothers anymore. Okay. They're not uh, brothers? How does that work? <laughs> because one of them became a woman. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's a transgender. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I, Lana, Larry became Lana Wachowski. Things, things, things that just passed me by without me, and things I could have lived my entire life without knowing. I just subscribed to the wrong newsletters. I guess so. Hey, I, mean, I haven't watched it yet, and I'm sure it's terrible. But I will, because it was supposed to come out last summer. But I will say this for them: I actually, as much as I hated Matrix two and three, and in a lot of ways, I think that it it uh, sullied the love I have for Part One, which I right. think is just a wonderful oh, piece no, of pop art in I itself. Right, self-contained when it's not retrofitted into some sort of, you know, uh, freshman college, you know, uh, mythology bullshit. But mm-hmm. I was going to say I actually enjoyed Speed Racer and a good majority of uh, Cloud Atlas. So, okay. I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm not probably, I, not probably, I know I'm not in the majority. I just mean, okay. and I like V for Vendetta. So tell me why. This I, I like Cloud Vendetta. Atlas, too. I, I it's, liked, it's a I liked V for Vendetta. Vendetta, didn't V for Vendetta? I like V for Vendetta, yeah. I always say it was not a, you know, not a... And, uh, and, and Speed Racer, I actually thought was just, uh, I saw well, it on IMAX in 3D, and the pop art to it was just... Well, I didn't I didn't, I, I didn't go see that, because I, I hated Speed Racer to begin with. I mean, I saw there's no reason to go see the, you know, I, I hated the TV show. I didn't want to go see, you know. Only, no, and I, I'm not, I wasn't a fan of it either. I mean, I mean was, my only dream would be to open up the trunk, and there's Spinal and Shim Shim dead. I mean, that was the only Wow. I mean, yeah. That's pretty fucking dark. There's no reason for that. I mean, There's I'm not a, a yeah. monkey, but Jesus. Damn, how are the yeah. monkeys dead? Now you're just turning into grumpy old man. Yeah, well, you know, I'm getting there. Die, monkey. Die, monkey, die. Anyway, okay, uh, the, 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 we opened up with, what's her name? Mila Kunis. <laughs> Mila Kunis. This is one of the early use. This is one of the one of the rare uses of cleaning a toilet as a uh, as a cinematic device. She's apparently she's some sort of like uh, they're illegal immigrants. They're Russians. Her her father was this astronomer. It turns out you know that they, they're yeah, cleaning I mean, toilets. The same old story. It. It's the same old story. They're 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 house cleaners. They're cleaning toilets. She hates her life. It turns out actually that somehow and this is I don't quite understand how this I don't understand because the film doesn't really explain well. Is she is actually the genetic duplicate of some sort of queen of the universe or somebody from a sort of like a there's a the, the out there in the universe there are thousands of civil 
you, there's thousands of planets with humans on it. Uh, there is a whole sort of uh, dune-like. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I think Bandits entered the mall. Are you in the mall? Uh, no, I'm actually in the grocery store. Oh, oh, there. oh okay. okay. Uh, I apologize. No, there is there is some sort of it. it it's sort of like this dune world where there's various dukedoms and there's this one where the future there's a there is a you know house something called uh you know house abstracts or something anthrax or whatever the hell abstracts or whatever it was so they've got the th- you know they have these three siblings who are controlling the vast wealth and it turns out that miss Miss Mia, Mila, Jupiter Jones is the genetic duplicate of their mother. Did he just say Jupiter Jones? I said Jupiter Jones. That's the name of the character. Is that really the name of the That's character? The I thought you were just character. fucking around. No. All no, right. That was the name of the character, which point All I right. was forcibly restrained myself from plunging a pen into my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Jupiter Jones. Good old Jupiter Jones. Knew him well. Knew him well. So, and then they have it like so. All of a sudden, people are trying to kill Miss Jones because she does. She's the genetic duplicate of this queen of outer space or something like that. And there's so because she's because the way it works is that the will of the queen who is dead sort of like gave her inheritance to her genetic duplicate when she was coming. And that's as best I can explain it. Uh, he is, she is, she is protected by this guy named Kane Wise, who was apparently sort of a wolf-human hybrid. Yeah, I saw the dog ears. Yeah, the dog ears. He's a wolf-human hybrid. There is about as much chemistry between Jupiter and Kane as there is between bread and a brick. Oh wait a uh, second! I get it. It's cane like canine. Like okay, canine. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like kidding. Canine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's like, so yeah. It, oh, we're getting. It gets better. <laughs> it can't get worse. It apparently. gets better. <laughs> okay, they they are being pursued by by various you know you know punky uh you know like space punk, space punk bounty hunters. Why bounty hunters in space always dress like you know. Like Lady Gaga punk wannabes is, is, is oh, yeah. a, little bit, a little bit strange, but we'll let that go. I mean, I would imagine you know you'd probably try to dress a little bit inconspicuously if you're. No, no, no. That's that, that, that's that's my choice, even when I'm not a space bounty hunter. Yeah, go well, ahead. I mean, yeah, go, your, your choices are written on the bathroom walls and many a truck stop. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So With a phone number. So they so uh, so Kane they're pursued by these like gray little gray things and she's trying to be killed they go trying to kill her and she has the first of like three falls from enormous height she falls from enormous heights like about three or four times during this film each time Kane Wise using fucking jet boots rescues her I mean by skating I mean he's skate his emotion is skating as in ice skating and I'm. I'm desperately trying not to poke out my other eye with my pen at this point while I'm watching this. They're fighting gray aliens, and they say, okay, well, let me. I have to go get in touch with uh, a, a sort of an observer for this planet. And so, so they go to this observer, this is planet. It turns out that they were both in the Legion. They both had their wings removed, literally, as in flapping bird wings. Well, let me ask you this, though, real quick. I'm just and, curious. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I heard heard that, you know, we were talking about the Oscars earlier, yeah. that Eddie Murphy's uh, chance of winning supporting uh, Oscar, or actor, supporting actor of Oscar for uh, Dreamgirls. Right. 
was um, derailed. Like, he was a favorite when Norbit came out, and people were like, ooh. Now, is Eddie Redmayne, who's the front runner at the moment, oh, he's is dead. his. He's was dead. he that bad? He's, he's dead. The spotty guy? Yeah, he's bad. He's awful. Ah. He's, 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 like, he's a little spotty guy who's like the, he's supposed to be the main evil guy, and all he does is, well, you remember, remember, Mother, when I killed you? <laughs> I, I I don't I know what's like, happening, but I like it. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know about you, but I remember you're killing me here as I'm watching this stupid thing. I uh, I heard that looking, he like goes into I like really loud screaming matches. Yeah, they do. You made me do it. You know, like that sort of thing. So, uh, oh boy, Spotty is as I wrote here. Spotty is not sinister. I mean, and, and for some reason his skin is like got spots on it. Maybe that's his real complexion. I don't. Know. <laughs> But he looks I, I, actually, that is his real complexion. Like he is that kind of old school. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, like British Isle. Like you know, yeah, you hit British the sun and you yeah, turn into flames. Yeah, it's like yeah. So so anyway, so I mean, Kane Wise plays like Wolverine with guns. Uh, and there's Kane like Wise. Kane Wise, Kane Wise has and Kane Jupiter Wise, Jones, Jupiter Jones, and Stu yeah. April. Well, anyway. you know, it sounds like it sounds like they're trying to go for more of that. Uh, like the Mobius kind of cartoons. Yeah, the I suppose, bless me. I don't know. Well, anyway, so they come in, and it's a whole very elaborate thing, and they come in. So they go to this stinger guy who's actually, like, sitting in this wreck of a house. I mean, the house is a disaster. It's, like, uh-huh. abandoned. You know, it's a meth shack. I mean, it's really just a big meth shack. It's like, you know... However, it's got a completely well-grown and well-tended cornfield. In it, which is features in the in, in the fight later. Yeah, why well, wouldn't it? I, of course. So the thing is, however, that the bees recognize Mila as, and this is when we start realize or told that Mila is like Her Majesty. They start calling. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The, the bees? You mean the like the bees, bees as, in... as in bees, as in stingers, honey, flowers, birds, and yes. Bees. All right. Why? Let me tell you about the birds, birds and, and the bees why? and the flowers. Why, why and the... bees? No one please says. don't. We, they're, they're trained to recognize royalty. Why? Why the fuck should bees recognize royalty? I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, because they have a queen. Get it? Because they're allergic. Get it? Oh, you know what? He does have a point. I didn't think about that. that Are they allergic actually, to beast? Is is royalty allergic to bee stings? Hey, I'm not. I'm not giving it credibility. But I, Brian, just said something I didn't think about. They do have a queen. They do they have do a have cat queen. system like that. They do have mm-hmm. a queen. Mm-hmm. But it's. I was like, oh, she's like, oh, look at the bees. You know. Like, oh, you know, it's like, and. and and of course, it's you know like why? I like when why? you're not even defending it. Bob gets even more pissed. I, as I'm thinking about, it, I'm writing bees. Fucking, I have my note here. Bees, fucking bees. What the yeah. fuck? With bees. You know, you the know what you sound really like when you're saying me. that. You sound like the remake of Wicker Man. <laughs> not the bees. No, not the bees. <laughs> Yeah, bees, what the fuck? Okay, so it turns out that what happens, and I don't quite know how, because they don't really explain this. And there's elaborate sets, and there's elaborate set pieces, and there's elaborate action. Essentially, is the Earth is owned by the spotty guy. Mm-hmm. Now, there's like, you know, the other, there's two other siblings, and they sort of like, you, you get to know them, and they sort of like then disappear from the story. I got the feeling that this was int- originally intended to be like a trilogy, or was intended to be a trilogy, because there's like so much junk that's just jettisoned after it's being mentioned, like, I mean, the bees. So, but in the end, essentially, is that the Earth is a farm, as it were, for these rulers 
who then, at a certain point, harvest human beings, and human beings are scattered out all over the universe, to convert human beings into ever-ready batteries. No, into um, the these this sort of like um, you know get young again glo- growth goo. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because time is the most valuable entity, most valuable commodity in the universe, and this growth goo makes people young again, so they're able to live thousands of years. In order to right. do that, of course, they have to kill millions of people. All right. Huh. Of which the, the Earth is going to be one of them, and eventually harvested. It's sort of like it's yeah. It, it reminded me a little bit of the Matrix, as everyone is a battery. Uh, right. So, or, or I was going to say a little bit like. Uh... Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, where it's this kind of, yeah. where they're where they're getting rid of the Earth because it's in the way of the what, the interstellar highway. You know, that actually, actually the the interstate's bypass. Yeah, but uh, so so they have this. It's this whole elaborate. They never explain how this exactly works, and it's just as well because I was hitting my head against the front of the uh, the chair in front of me during this bit. Um, so so they end up. It end up so they end up this whole elaborate thing is that what they want to do is <clears throat> is is somehow you know get her she has a claim to the earth there's a there's a pointless twenty minute bureaucratic satire scene where she gets her claim to the earth it's pointless and 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 you go out for popcorn during this you don't miss a thing uh, and then you go in so far it sounds great so then. So then they have like they, there was a there's an interrupted wedding and then there's a battle scene between uh, between Kane and the Spotty guy and then Jupiter Jones and Spotty end up having a fight themselves and she's like you now when you say they fight each other or they fight they fight, of they fight each other and then she's rescued by Spotty guy uh, by wait, the, wait, by wait. the dog guy oh okay sorry I was say. The, she kills she kills I, I can't. I can't wait until this comes out on DVD. Because well, then when you were saying I, Spot, I thought you meant like you were calling the dog guy Spot. Like spot no, 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 Spotty guy. Spotty. This, the spotty. I have to see the director's commentary. <laughs> it's, it's spotty whining guy. Spotty whining guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, on this, it's just going to be... So he gets killed. Uh, the world is is then, you know, the world is now safe. Uh, they have like a lot. A lot of things blow up. There's a there's a plant on Jupiter, by the way, that is going to be used to harvest the Earth. Now they don't, you know. I guess they they kind of figure, well, you know, because it's because it's futuristic science, they don't have to worry about the fact that the gravity on Earth Jupiter is like, you know, ten to fifteen times stronger than it is on Earth. So everyone would be like crawling around rather than walking normally. But we'll let that go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's so much of it has sounded credible so far. Yeah. Like why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why nitpick now? Why nitpick? Why nitpick? Why nitpick? So everyone is everyone at the end is ha- you know so they, there's the thing where she her family gets kidnapped. Her, wait, wait the, her Earth family? Her Earth family gets kidnapped by spotty guys to, in order to not look. the bees, right? Not the bees. The, uh, the the family, which is a Russian family, it's a horrible bunch of people. And frankly, I was like, you know, like she's like she's going, I hate my life in the beginning of the film, which I can understand because she's getting up at four forty five to go clean toilets. I would hate my life too, you know, if I was getting yeah. up at four forty five. Even if it was my own toilet, I would. Even hate my it. own toilet, four forty five is not exactly something I want to like look at closely. <laughs> so I went to see my guidance counselor, and they were like. Yep. You know, you're good for 4.45 a.m. toilet cleaning. <laughs> like, oh. so, so, anyway, they have, she gets, she gets her family, her, she, everything is, everything is fine, taken care of. She's, she's found Kane Wise. They are in love now. She's, I feel like your explanation so far is longer than the movie. 
uh, the movie's two hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by my statement. <laughs> yeah. So, so here at the end, this is what really pissed me off at the end. Here. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, here we go. I mean, he's he has been restored to the Legion, so he now has wings. Uh, she, <laughs> she has... She has, She is now... She is now... Her family, because I think they kind of use like the men in black kind of like little memory memory spruzer so they don't remember being kidnapped by aliens and yeah. that sounded like they the, me- the memory wipe you know so so anyway the, the memory nope. i'm gonna yeah. wait here because i i do want to hear what you have to say no 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 i said it sounded like you were speaking yiddish oh. like the memory spritzer or whatever you said it sounded yeah, like memory you speaking... spritzer it's a memory wipe it spritzes the memories hey right. <laughs> You get a memory spritz, you know? Yeah, I don't Small remember spritz. that. It's not a problem. I swear to God that they could sell that in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, you get a memory spritz. You don't remember Tuesday. You know, it's like, I, got, <laughs> I, got a, I got a memory colonic. That <laughs> <laughs> is a memory spritz. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, they, this is the end. Okay, so everything is back to normal now. The world, uh, everyone has memory has been wiped of the basically, uh, first of all, of, among other things, the near destruction of Chicago during one now, of the chase she, scenes. Is she, is she in love with dog man she's in love with dog man okay she's in, she's in love with dog man they're playing fetch very nicely on the roof no of course. I, no. <laughs> I, i'm hoping that's a metaphor oh no it's like dog, dog man now has wings which makes no so fucking sense but we'll just leave with that so she is they wake up and it goes back and suddenly it's 445 and now instead of actually being oh god I hate my life she's already been up and she's made coffee for her for her family and breakfast and she's working away merrily cleaning the toilets and happy and she is okay and she's got a date with dog guy and they learn she's got rocket boots now and they're just flying around and the end is so why is she still cleaning toilets this is my point she's the fucking owner of the earth if you really actually like your family i mean you don't have to like move them into fucking beverly hills if you don't want to but dear lord in heaven maybe just a little bit i mean you <laughs> yeah, just yeah. you know just discreetly I, mean, I, get, I get being humble but i mean, I mean there's also how about a little discreet suburban yeah. house like a you know like just sort of like oh oh i had a rich you know there's a rich uncle who gave us some you know you could you could do all sorts of stuff yeah you, you own the I, earth I've for christ's sake community uh community yeah I, mean, the champ. I know how this works i'm all for you know i'm i'm all for being like you know being being grounded and everything like that but certainly if you own the earth basically i'm sorry i'm sorry i own the earth i am not fucking cleaning toilets for other people i yeah. just <laughs> I, I, I will. I may. I may do things because I want to do things, but certainly. I mean, seriously. I mean, it was the silliest ending. Aside from the fact the guy now has wings, and she's flying around with him with her jet boots, and she's skating now. And of course, his his tendency to follow anybody throwing a ball is a problem. But they'll have to work on that with a relationship. Anyway, that's the film. <laughs> That's the film. I was like, oh, God in heaven. I hated the film. And then I was just kind of like walked out, and I realized I lost my scarf. Which I had brought with me, and it was like, are you, no, are you suggesting this is a negative review? This is a negative review. No, no, I, <laughs> this is an extremely negative. This is, I mean, this is, this is, this is, yeah, this goddamn showgirls without tits. I mean, as far as the science fiction go, go, go. yeah. But is it, do you think that it could ever be like a B movie that's so bad it's good, or is it just it sucks. I mean, I don't know. I think she's she is just not good at what she does. It, it, yeah, it, she's got. I mean, I, actually, I've, I've liked her in a couple of things, but, but I agree she doesn't care. She's got a limited range. She's there's, there's a range that you really you got to be good to do this one, and she's not. 
uh, right. dog guy. I mean, like I said, there's no chemistry between her and dog guy. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you really believe that he's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do this. I mean, when he says, oh, no, no, you know, he's like trying to resist kissing her. It's like, this is not a problem. I have absolutely no problems whatsoever. But, oh, look, shiny. You know, but I mean, just, so, just so enemy has some sort of uh, context. Do you, do you know who Eddie Redmayne is, enemy? No. He's play, he's a guy okay. playing. He plays. He was playing well, um, the bad guy. The bad guy. He's playing Stephen but, Hawking's in the film. Right, he's right, he's right, up for right. an Oscar. Yeah, but I was gonna say. Oh, okay, no, 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 front, but but he was a guy in Les Mis who sang uh, "Empty Chairs and Empty Tables." Oh, okay, I know who it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So when he's saying freckles, yeah, that's spotty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah spotty. <laughs> I'm sorry. It I like thought spotty. that was actually his name. <laughs> spotty. Yeah. Like the character name was Spotty. No, no, it's Balaam. It's the character oh. name. Yeah, I like Spotty more. I like Spotty. Spot easier. Spotty was easier for me. See, to now write. you're making me think of uh, Snotty from Spaceballs. Spaceballs. So it's beam just, me down, Snotty. Spotty. So <laughs> they had a whole. I, it's just oh god. I mean, just I mean. I, I don't. I don't know what they were trying to do. Obviously, they tried to do something, and apparently, that the one note was that the original screenplay was 600 pages long, and it's like, get an editor, guys. Just, just get an editor. Somebody. Well, no. I mean, I guess when you're watching it, did it did it feel like it needed that extra? <laughs> I don't know because everyone spoke. I mean, no one spoke. No one's. Nothing was explained for like the first 20 minutes of the film. And then everyone spoke an exposition for like the rest of the movie. So it's like, you know, I'm not sure. Right. If, if, it sounds pretty horrible. It, it was dull. It was dumb. I'm going, this is dumb. This is dumb. Now, the visuals were done well, and it was exciting. You know, some of the things were exciting, but they're pointless. You know I mean, you don't, get, you don't give a damn about the characters, and the ice skating rocket boots just kind of, like, turn me off. You, you know what? And, I, and, I, and I, I know I go on tangents all the time, but this is pretty far-fetched. But I was okay. going to say, you know I was thinking about when I was telling you that Larry became Lana, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Bruce Jenner just got into a car accident? Yes, as I heard that. Yeah, and a woman died, and I was like, I don't. I felt like maybe there's some sort of weird ritualistic thing there. Like is this, is this, a, a, this, woman, a woman has to go for him to become a woman. Is this cosmic? Is there some sort of balance <laughs> that, number that we have I, to keep coming here? It's like I don't know. Anyway, I, and I, I don't mean that to, to, to make fun of the tragedy of it. I just mean like, isn't that kind of fucking weird that it's people weird. just kind of pop up that then all of a sudden just didn't. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. But anyway, don't go see. It. I mean, go wait until it's on DVD, and then just go. And if you have to do, just get it from Netflix on your on your queue or something like that. It's just or really, don't or don't <laughs> don't you know don't, don't hurt yourself. Actually, don't. if you want to see if you want to see a good Wachowski film, other than yeah. Matrix, what you should watch is uh, Bound. Mm-hmm. That was which is good. a Bound is a great movie. That was the one before The Matrix. That was their first little yeah. indie film because they had written like mostly kind of more big budget action films. But it yeah. is a film noir uh, where the yeah. protagonists are lesbians. And yes, it's, just it's 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 very it's, taking it, away the 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 lasciviousness or the kind of you know sexual well, nature of it. Yeah, it is. Uh, Even it is just a really great it's fucking movie. It's still a good yeah. film, but it's just like oh god, and this one is not. This one is just not mm. a good film. It just yeah. doesn't yeah. work. It's you know like, what else they wrote. Uh, was that, what was that movie that starred Antonio Banderas and Sylvester Stallone? It was like Assassins or whatever. Is that the one that where they blow up each other or something like that? Or they're trying to kill each Yeah. All right. Uh, just never, other, I just... Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't tell. Was Susan's... Was Susan's... It was Miss Stone in that picture? Uh, no, Julianne Moore. Oh, okay, so this is another. That's another one. No, you're thinking of. No, you're thinking of the specialist. Yeah, that's where the specialist was. Yeah. No, no this no. is a 
Okay. So, oh, yeah, I, did, I remember seeing Assassins. I remember going, this is this is not good. Yeah. Anyway, so just to, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, you know, don't waste your time. Actually, go see The Outcast with Nicolas Cage, which I actually plan to next week, because I figure I've had fun yelling at this film. I think I need to yell at Nicolas Cage doing a, a film about a medieval knight <laughs> in China. Oh, yeah, uh, it's very true. Yeah. What, actually, guest starring, and there's another one that's coming what, out that's in a similar vein. That's Seventh China Son. And- the well, seventh... that one I want to see, but there's even another one that's coming out that takes place in the Roman days. Okay. But it's China and Roman gladiators. It's okay. a Chinese movie made in China. Right. Well, um, actually, and, and, well, well, no, no, but, but real quick, here's the three stars: Jackie Chan, yeah, John Cusack, <laughs> and Brody. Just Brody, aka Adrian Brody. <laughs> just Brody. Oh okay. dear. Yeah, what a, what a... and they are Roman. They. Roman lawyers with Jackie uh, Chan. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, interestingly, historically, they were kind of actually aware of each other. The empires were actually kind of like aware that they existed uh, because there was actually a silk trade that went from China to, to the Roman Empire. Did they look like Adrian Brody? No, not that I know of. No. I mean, there was a lot of intermediaries and they kind of like went, it's very far away. We're not going to bother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, and with that, it is time to end. go. It is time for us to. It is time for us to call it a day. Oh, yes. which is obviously, actually, that actually, I just wanted one last pop culture thing. Bob Dylan released an album of Frank Sinatra covers, which I heard about boggles it. Boggles my mind, and we'll talk about that next time. But the thing is, apparently, it, this is based on the wee small hours of the morning, which was uh, Bob apparently is is the breakup of Ava Gardner and. Frank Sinatra's breakup with Ava Gardner, and I looked a little bit into it, and one of the break reasons for the breakup was Ava Gardner was having an affair. He came in and found that Ava Gardner was having an affair with Lana Turner. So instead of like being a normal, modern, instead of being a normal modern guy, he says, "Hold on, let me get the video camera." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me go get my 16 millimeter. Let me go get my camera. He got all upset about that. Of course, I realized, you know, like Frank Sinatra being Frank Sinatra probably would get all upset about that. But well, yeah, anyway. that kind of that real machismo thing. Yeah. You know? Anyway, he really would get upset about it. most of us going score. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You don't let I'm me. Like, st- look, I'm, I just be like, this, can I at least watch? Don't let me stop you here. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know, like I, I just came in to get a drink. I, <laughs> you keep going. You just, just, just keep doing what you're doing, and I just, I just, you mind if I just sit here for a few minutes and you know, just, um, oh God. Anyway, so uh, anyway, and with that, uh, <laughs> looks like the gardener knows how to plow. <laughs> and with that, yeah. <laughs> and with that image. <laughs> It's time for me to get back to my mountain of work. And it's yeah. time for me to get back to my mountain of cleaning. And, ah. and such. It's time for me to, I don't know, keep just... Keep on keeping So anyway, if you're saying peace for a this is the Amy Below saying good. Just somebody wake me up at like 7 a.m. And this is uh, the bandit saying uh, bye-bye. You've been taught that the birthplace of the human race is Earth, but it's not. Do you know what this will do to people when they find out the truth? Full moon and empty arms. The moon is there for us to share. But where are you?
down at an English fair One evening I was there When I heard a showman shouting underneath the flare I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts There they are standing in a row Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head Give them a twist, a flick of the wrist, that's what the showman said I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts Every ball you throw will make me rich There stands me wife, the idol of me life Sing and roll a bowl, a ball, a penny, a pitch Sing and roll a bowl, a ball, a penny, a pitch Sing and roll a bowl, a ball, a penny, a pitch Roll a bowl a ball, roll a bowl a ball, sing and roll a bowl a ball a penny a pitch.